It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as Top Gun Maverick, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Avatar The Way of Water. So, Caleb, I'm gonna. I feel unsatisfied. I feel like I, I didn't finish something. I never mm. really got to it. I never finished my discussion, or at least what my thoughts were. My whole thoughts were. You know, whole, whole thoughts, because maybe we'll do it one day. My whole thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. Oh, interesting. Sure. Be- because I know we had Eric there, but I had so much else I wanted to talk about, but you had to cut for time cut for short because we were short on time which is totally fair but I still feel unsatisfied and I was thinking about it the whole time because I'm like I want to give praise to this film I don't remember everything that I said and what was already said so apologies if I'm just repeating myself but I'll start with this I think the relationship between um, Cruz and Maverick and then Jennifer Collins' character is wonderful yeah, no, I think it's really cute. Yeah, um, and the stuff with the the daughter as well. I yep. thought was all really nicely handled. Oh yeah, especially if he's looking at that as um, with Rooster and mm. um, um, his son, or wait, no, is 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 Mister Fantastic his son or Rooster or is it Goose? No, Goose is the is his partner, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's. That's also a thing where he's probably seeing that, um, where Rooster and Goose are in Jennifer Connelly and her daughter. Can I also just say, like, again, this this film is, like, trying to be mature and not in, like, a, a you know, an adult way, but just, like, to, to it, it has some class, if that makes sense. Like, when we have a, like... I don't know if it's a sex scene, but it's the makeout scene between Cruz and Connolly. Cruz is the one with his shirt off. Connolly's like clothes. Now I don't. Obviously, conservatives are gonna like you know, praise me or something like that. I'm not saying. I just I like how there was taste in that. I like that that there was some class and taste. Because it could have gone another way, but like these two older people, I kind of like how how they handled that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. And hey. Our, our bud from uh, Transformers 3 and 4, and I guess 5, I don't know, Aaron uh, Kruger, I believe? Oh, oh, the writer? Yeah, he was, one, he was one of the three writers on this film. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he can, he can work well if he's not working with Michael Bay, perhaps. Oh my goodness, yeah, I think he can. I think the guy actually knows <laughs> how to write a script, so like... I don't, now, I don't know how much he wrote of this, and I don't know if he came in and then went out. I, I have no idea. I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> saying I saw him in there in the credits, so like, 
I don't know how much he contributed, but I'm just like, hey, he was from Transformers 4 and 3, and he actually had some good ideas. At least with 3. Yeah, no, that's that's nice to see. Oh, um, goodness gracious, I wanted to talk about Iceman. Iceman. Oh, oh, Val Kilmer. Yes. Yeah, his moment. Iceman. Mm. What the hey did you think of Iceman, sir? I thought that was really tastefully done, to use that, uh, I think you said that earlier. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. I, like... There was so much taste in this in this film. There's so much maturity in this film. Golly, yeah. I felt really like sad for for Maverick and Iceman as well. Um, I didn't even know that Valkyrie actually has problems with his voice. I don't know if it's throat cancer or whatever it was, but like, oh, it's so sad. I I really do feel bad about him for that. Yeah, it's his health has been a steady decline for many years, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't expecting to see him. So I thought all the just the text message stuff and the phone calls, I thought that was a nice way to keep him as a part of Maverick's life. But I didn't think we'd actually see him, but what we did, I was I was really emotionally moved seeing Val Val Kilmer there. Oh. That was a nice little tribute for him. Absolutely. No, I do you, I don't know if it's possible. I I don't I don't know if I want I, I kinda want this, but like I know it's not gonna happen. Do you think like a resurgence like like Kilmer could almost like make a comeback? Uh huh. No, I I would imagine not. Okay. I don't think he. Uh, I think he just did it because of like maybe a friendship and a wanting wanting to honor that role. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think he has any interest in exerting himself in that way to to be an actor again. Oh, certainly not. I'm not even saying like I don't know if he could play a leading man, but like for the role he played, I there's other roles that he could probably play in that same capacity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, as as like a like this guy is definitely a supporting actor. Like I honestly, genuinely believe that he would be like a really good supporting actor. But again, that's it's not my life; it's his. So I don't want to pressure him. But I think he honestly could do like a really good job as like a supporting actor. The thing is, I don't know how well he can speak anymore. Because yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I guess he's got the good facial expressions. Maybe he could do like playing a deaf actor or something. But. But no, I think he's I think he's pretty much well into retirement. But of course, yeah, no. But it was really it was a really yeah, beautiful moment to have him there. I think that really helped. Yeah, especially even though they didn't say like who's the better one. I actually <laughs> like that line as well where he's where he's the one that asks that and then Maverick's like Ice, come on, man. Like really? Don't ruin the moment. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, that's so good. <laughs> We, it was just, yeah, I'm not, am I, like, repeating what everybody else has already said? Like, it actually, it just feels like a smartly written and not, like, stupid movie. Like, stupid action movie, sorry. Yeah, it felt very thoughtful. It felt like, um, they knew that they were, that they wanted to create something that was gonna live up and kind of bring people back. Because I, I'm assuming that was made during... Them. It maybe it wasn't written and stuff before the p- pandemic, but they knew that it was going to be like a comeback movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. So they wanted to really, really, really bring something that was going to get people back in the theaters. I kind of hate it, but I wish no one waited. I, I wish he legit waited to release Tenant until like this year. Or last year, sorry. Like, that'd be impossible, but like, come on. If Tenet was released last year, oh man, I probably would have done way better than it did in 2020. Probably. Probably. 
It's actually funny. I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but there's a series of videos on YouTube where these two um, former fighter pilots of like either the Navy or the Air Force, excuse me, uh, actually like talk about the movie and how and, and note all the uh, errors that they make. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, fair enough. I don't think they're looking at the drama, just mostly all the fighting fighter. Uh, sorry, piloting stuff, which makes sense. Like, I, I, I don't mind that. Oh, can I also just say I, I love, um, what was it Bob? Uh, maybe I might be forgetting this one. That's totally fine. Bob is the oh. um, co-pilot, I believe. Of uh, what's her name? Yeah, they just didn't give him a name or a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's no, that's his nickname, Bob. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Then I, maybe yeah. I was forgetting that, but, but yeah, I remember that. I, I like all the banter with those. Uh, the new Top Gun people. I thought that was all nah, pretty well done. But with Bob, I was like, okay, why does this guy look so familiar? And then, like, when, once the credits rolled, I was like, I thought so. That's um, that's Lone Star's son. Uh, Lone Star's... Oh, okay, I see. It's Bill Pullman? The President of the United States in Independence Day's Oh, son. that's interesting. Huh. I didn't know that he had a kid. That's actually pretty awesome. Another piece of the 80s, kind of uh, bringing back the legacy. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned, maybe I did, but like, yeah, the ending, I'm not going to say felt tacked on, but it certainly was like a callback when they were going to fly in the, was it F-14 or F-16, excuse me? No, I don't remember the, yeah. But you at least remember the ending, though, when they like were flying like in that uh, 80s plane. And I was like, mm -hmm. I think Eric, in his initial thoughts, was like, this is when you guys were doing it. Um, he was like, yeah, it feels like tacked on in a way. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree. I kind of agree that it didn't need to happen, but I understand why it happened. Yeah. No, and I, I think it played well enough. It did feel a little bit more movie-ish. Like, it felt a little bit like, okay, you know, we're, we need to have a bigger climax than, than just them completing their mission successfully. Which, which I would have been satisfied with, but... They felt the need to, to tack on a little bit something extra. But it worked well enough that I I wasn't bothered. Yeah. And it singles out a reason for Maverick to be kind of the big hero again in the end. Certainly. Well, you, not even that, but like also not be the hero in the end where the um, the rival to Rooster, he's the, not hero, but he's the one that saves him in the end. I kind of like that. I like that as well. That's true. Yeah, another way to solidify their, uh, their bond. By the way... That guy, the the rival who's kind of a, a dunce in the in the film, he he's slated or he's at least like one of the casting dis choices for Hal Jordan. Oh, that's that's interesting. Huh. Not it's not happening. I don't I don't know if it is, but people have been like speculating. Oh, this guy should be the one to play Hal Jordan. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I could see it. He's not supposed to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not supposed to be. I'm just saying like he could be. People are like, oh, he could play Hal Jordan. I'm like, oh sure which is funny because in tv tropes was like hey this is like the best hal jordan movie ever i'm like son of a gun you're right this totally would be like a good green lantern film if this if this were the case yeah or at least early part of the uh the origin yeah i here's here's how you do the origin don't have him go to space just have him have the ring on earth and see what happens before he goes to like the ending not the ending, but like the after credit sequence is him going to space, or being called into space. Sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, they could make that work. It, w it would suffer a little bit from the, uh, like, the Sonic issue in Thor. Where it's like, oh, you have this great kind of expansive concept, but we need to put it in, in like, small-town America or something like that. I'm, I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking that Hal's part of the Air Force. And he uses the Green Lantern power ring with the Air Force. Yeah, I didn't necessarily mean... Uh... What happens there? Just small town America. I just mean in terms of, kind of instead of giving us that big expansive world, we get just the regular world. That's more my. Uh... That's fair. I I just want to see what, how, that how would react and how how would use his, like, ring, in the real world, and then the sequel has him go to space. Like, trust me, I want the space film as much as you do, but I also want to see what like how the society would react to him with the ring. If we play, if we played it smart and scripted it and directed it smart, I think you could actually get something really good, and not the Sonic movie. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Could be. Could be. That's just me in my mind, though, of course. But no, yeah. Just finishing off the top Gun Maverick. I think also the relationship between Rooster and uh, Maverick are, I think, is legit. I think it's it's well defined. I think Teller does a great job and acts well with. Um, Cruz, and yeah, I guess by the end of it, yeah, Cruz gets. Uh, I don't know if he buries his feelings with uh, what happened to Goose, but certainly, yeah, it's he's moved on, I guess. Yeah, kind of come to terms with it by restoring that relationship with his son. It's kind of making peace with how all that went down. Yeah, at least that's what I got. I also do like the fact that he, making a promise to make Ryan, uh, actually withheld him from being in the uh, in the military. I, I think that was a good, like you know, little character flaw almost. Even though the the flaw made sense, like where, where it originated from makes perfect sense. Yeah, more like a catalyst for their their negative relationship. Of course. But one that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think puts down Meg Ryan's character, even though she didn't want to be in the film. I, or maybe I'm wrong. On no. that. I'm sorry, I don't want to say that. But like, no, it makes perfect sense. Like, her husband died in the military. Why would she want her son in there? Yeah. I don't know if I said this already, but like, when they opened it with the Top Gun theme and then Danger Zone, I was like, this is going to be an awesome film. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I had similar feelings. Yeah. Oh, and. Uh, Lady Gaga's um, her her ballad, her love ballad, and then Hans Zimmer's score, yeah, really good, like top notch stuff. Yeah, I don't think I remember her piece, but yeah, I remember the score overall being good. I think they integrated it well enough in the in the movie, so because I I heard a bit of the some of the instrumentals or some of the chords in there every now and then. I'm like, okay, they're actually weaving it through the story. I like that. It was basically what's her name? Yeah, it was it was Penny and Maverick's love theme. That's pretty cool. It was. Okay, I'm done with that now. <laughs> Go see Top Gun. It's fun. It's 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 great. Uh, the the wheel time. Oh, I don't know much about that series, but it's funny. I just finished uh the last four episodes last night with my friend. <laughs> oh, what'd you think? Just briefly. <laughs> uh, briefly. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Um does make me want to read the books one day but they had a, they had a little problem uh so there was five characters uh that are potentially to be like the equivalent of like avatars in a way in that universe 
mm. uh, rebirthed, uh, like a person reborn that is basically the special uh, to defeat like the Dark One. And one of them did not go with them to, on this journey because uh, they were going to go inside this portal to like this other, you know, this place, right? But they, he just stood there and, and didn't go with them. That's not a part of the book. He goes with them in the books. Turns out the actor just didn't show up afterwards. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. So they've recast him for season two, but like, yeah, they kind of had to scramble because like the actor just dipped. Wow, that's that's such a rarity. You almost never hear about things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, I respect the idea of them recasting. I mean, maybe that does seem a little sleazy. Like, oh, the show must go on and get rid of, you know, the, the actor is replaceable. Um, well, I don't know how that's sleazy. Yeah, for, well, I mean, from from a like, from a person who cares about actors uh, and actors' rights, you could say like the company is being sleazy or the showrunners are being sleazy for just recasting. Um, they, you know, sh- they should be listening to the actor. Like nobody knows what the actor like. Potentially, it's because of COVID. Like you know, he was not one to get some shot, certain shot. Well, I tend to think uh, no matter what your your issues are. You should still probably live up to what you're contracted to do. You know, bring up your issues in between production for the next season. Like, hey, I'm not going to come back unless this is addressed. Yeah, that's fair. Just bailing out, that's a pretty pretty bad look, usually. Yeah, especially, like, mid, like literally, like, last two episodes. Yeah. Like, they had yeah. to literally, like, scramble and wrote, wrote by the seat of their pants. So you, you can kind of tell there's there's a bit in there where it did, does feel like there's an empty, there's a, pers- there's a missing person. So it's like, huh. It's probably would have alleviated certain things uh, with a random plot point just coming up randomly, but probably just to like split the group apart. But anyways, um, it really does make me, it irks me again as, as blasphemous as this sounds, uh, you know, Black Panther 2 didn't just, you know, recast Chichella. Yeah, in some ways I, in some ways I, I agree with you, but (laughs) it would have, yeah, killed the fan base. I mean, I said this, I even said this last night, like, you know, so I know that he, he gets blipped, like he gets snapped out of existence. Like you have a, you, you literally have like the best case scenario of like, like the perfect way of reintroducing him of like, he comes back, his face is different, but everybody's just like, oh, hey, T'Challa. And it's not him. And obviously maybe the audience would be like, oh, this sucks. But like, that's the literally like he comes back to life or however Endgame gets resolved. And like, there you go. It's T'Challa, just a different actor, not Bozeman. I wish it was Bozeman, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I do enjoy the idea that what you said of like T'Challa being assassinated off screen and it like working and it, it reflecting real life uh, African-American uh, leaders or even just African leaders as well. Don't forget that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think that works. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure why they. Well, yeah, who who knows why? It's neither here yeah. nor there. I'm sorry. I just, I just want to praise you for for saying that. I think that was a good idea. Oh, cheers. <laughs> so, uh, I told this guy yesterday that I had decided to do a New Year's resolution. And if you guys have listened to me in the past, y'all know that I'm not exactly one to given to these new year's resolutions because i'm like every day can be a new day for you um maybe take a week off first and then like start over but like (laughs) anyways um 
I decided to do something that I haven't done in a while and actually do a self-imposed challenge. Self, the last few self-imposed challenges involved me um, writing with my left hand, uh, eating and you know, like eating uh, with a spoon or eating with a utensil with my left hand, brushing my teeth with my left hand, actually trying to gain ambidexterity, which I have succeeded at uh, since 2014. It's been really nice, and turns out I actually was left-handed my whole life. And I don't mean that in like a, um, no. I was writing with my left hand forever. I mean, like, naturally speaking, when I like joined martial arts, for instance, I felt very comfortable in the southpaw stance. And that's usually because you're left hand dominant. Hmm. But I was right handed. Like my whole life. So, and I always felt weird in the orthodox stance. I always still feel weird in the orthodox stance. So I'm like, what the heck happened to me? I was apparently like a closeted like left-handed person <laughs> that was but it's weird and but anyway sorry i'm getting ahead <laughs> of myself but this year's self-imposed challenge that will probably make it permanent for video games yes you heard me right i decided to go inverted controls or at least inverted camera oh interesting so nothing big nothing special very like i said a very self-imposed challenge but I think yesterday when I was playing the game, which I'll get into, um, boy, howdy, I think I've, like, almost did it naturally without even realizing it. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Also, is that why they do inverted for uh, left-handed people? I don't think it's left-handed people. I think it literally is just, it's that, the reason it's the camera, it's just, it's the, um, what is it? It's the, um, Air, uh, um, aircraft controls. No, oh. because remember, if you have a stick, if you're if you're in a, in a if you're in like a um, uh, uh, airplane, up is up is down. So if you pull the stick towards you, you're gonna go up. If you're gonna push the stick away from you, uh, it's gonna you're gonna go down. If you're gonna tilt it to one side, uh, if you're t tilting it to the left, it's gonna go from the right to the left. Which makes sense, and then the opposite, where it goes left to the right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, makes yeah. sense. Um, I hope I'm right on that. Maybe there's another like inverted controls where I also do the same thing with like the character controls, but like I got this. I'm pretty excited for this. Oh, what was this? Uh, what was this game that you mentioned? What do you got there? So I I picked up two games to play, but I'm I'm playing one mostly uh, since like I think October or whatnot. On my phone, surprisingly, but then I, when I got the PS5, I switched over to that. So the game, of course, is, yes, I have to confess, it's Genshin Impact, uh, which is a free-to-play game based off of a mobile game, um, but now on the PS4 and the PS5 for free, and the PC, sorry, for free. Of course, when it's free, that means that you have to, you know, pay for assets, mm -hmm. because why not? Have yet to pay, obviously, real currency, real life currency for it, which I'm gonna obviously, you know, avoid doing that. And I'm also playing it the wrong way, which is you're supposed to play that game every day. I haven't touched that in like two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I'm playing it wrong, but whatever. Oh, why every day? Is do you need to constantly? Uh, is it like a resource management game or like? Uh... Nope. It's one of them live service games that requires you to log in every day to complete uh, 
objectives oh. so that you can get potential rewards so that you can further upgrade your character characters excuse me and it's a pretty fun game or are you enjoying it um it's a very basic game uh best i could say is that it's a merge between like some of breath of the wild not all the mechanics but it's got the breath of the wild climbing not to the same extent of course uh it's got a very basic combat system of you have a light it you have a normal attack then you have a charge attack if you hold down you have uh, a dodge you have a jump the jump is very limited of course um the dodge is also very limited there's no like there's no timing or anything like that where you get like a bonus if you dodge perfectly or anything like that there's no blocking well there is and there isn't um <laughs> but the interesting part is that every character has an elemental power of uh you know as if, if as uh Kilmar are familiar with there's uh in this game there is uh i won't give the actual in-game names but i'll just go with generic you know there's there's water there's fire there's earth there's air there's lightning or electro and then there's cold and plant so almost all the seven all, almost all the four elements from avatar but plus three more uh, in a way. So we, I guess we did see plant bending. Oh, this is, this is wood. They say plant, so it's either wood or flowers. I don't know, but like, so we have, you know, each character. So there's not just one character, Caleb. There's, at this point, I think there's like, twenty five or more, and they each have this like unique unto themselves. Um, special ability that they can do and the whole idea is that you want to like make these combination attacks with like each element that reacts with each other and that will do the most damage on enemies and that's what i'm really excited for when i get higher level is i'm like oh this is gonna be so much fun seeing like you know this this big damage uh from all these like synergies like i'm, I'm very excited for that no that does sound cool yeah so you can build like big teams like uh I guess Final Fantasy kind of is the team thing, but I guess you don't really build it. Uh, yes, in a way. It's a little bit, like, I'd say much, again, much more simplistic um, mm. in that, like, yeah, they only... Like, yeah, you do have uh, food and or, like, you know, healing items and buffs, of course, as well. I think it's, yeah, it's maybe about the same. Uh, you're only allowed four characters per, I guess, if you're playing single player. Uh, you can do multiplayer, which is nice. Um oh like a big online thing yeah again only four player co-op oh okay uh, that's still something at least i i yeah. and I, I assume you can also maybe not anytime but it's certainly in the open world you can change your characters um if you, if you have to which is nice but yeah really what you want to do is yeah get your characters basically to the highest level that's you know the, the peak level or whatever it's called i forget the max level uh you over level course you have to ascend but you're, you're still basically leveling up you just have to like find the resources to keep leveling up there's no like mat there, there obviously is a max level at at, at the time of recording uh, i think it's 90 but it'll probably go up further <laughs> like basically it's it's a a lot of numbers game at this point if that if that makes sense oh but i'm curious you said uh two games was there another one you've been yes. playing two games and you actually mentioned it uh, it's the Final Fantasy VII remake. 
Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, no, this was this was something that I was I was interested in. Um, ever since it came out in 2020, I was like, okay, so this is so again. If you're if you're a gamer, through, I think I'm using osmosis in the wrong process, but through basically being in the presence of other people and watching stuff, you you slowly absorb information. You like absorb stuff. I've heard I've I've never played the Final Fantasy game before in my life. <laughs> uh, maybe I just not gotten into it, or I just don't want to start it, or I'm just like I don't have time for that, or whatever. Um, but again, don't have a problem with uh, Final Fantasy, of course. But I will say that this looked like an interesting opportunity of like they're remaking the game from scratch, obviously with like you know the current engine that they have, and they're gonna basically redo the entire story. And it's not going to be in all in one game. It's going to be in like three games, apparently, which is oh. what they've been doing for like like in what is it Final Fantasy thirteen or something like that. There's and they did that in Final Fantasy ten as well. Where it was like Final Fantasy X two, which is like ten two or whatever it's called. So it's like the sequel to that. Um, so they're doing it parts. So what I really like about this game is that. Uh, similarly, there's only, <laughs> like in Genshin, there's only like, you know, one attack, well not one attack button, but there's an attack button, and then there's like, uh, kind of this, this action button that like, lets you do something with whatever character it is, and there's of course the dodge button. There's a jump button, um, but instead there's a command menu. Now this is, what very different from like Devil May Cry, where it's as Devil May Cry is based off of, you know, like, uh, a fighting game from the arcade where you have to do certain, like, motions with, like, the, the controls and what you have. Mm -hmm. This is all manual, manual, where you have to, like, go into a menu and you have to select what you want to do, like a special attack, a magic attack, or use an item. And it's so basic, it works. It, it works perfectly. I'm like, this makes perfect sense. Like, if it was to get anybody into a game it's like anybody can figure this out maybe not but like i i'm not saying i'm smart for knowing this but i, I want to commend square enix for making it this way obviously some purists will land ask me for saying that which is totally fair um, <laughs> but i certainly enjoyed it especially because i'm a guy i think the other thing is that i've played so what what obviously you know Final Fantasy is known for is it's a turn-based RPG where you sit there and you wait your turn to like do your attack right and then you wait and you, then you go that makes sense maybe I'm just like you know a guy who can't sit still sometimes but like I love it when I'm up close and you know in the action yes um, I want my character to move around I want to be able to move around and whatnot I, that's what I like and they gave me that so thank you I, I very much do enjoy it and that's not to say like Pokemon's a very good example of like a turn based RPG um, that is not to say that I don't have a respect for turn based RPGs I just don't know if uh, I found the right one to play uh, that, that I would like but that's just me though yeah and I've when they first announced they are doing this remake I was like oh you know I'm curious to play this again um, I believe they had it on the, uh, the Game Pass at the time, the original version. So I went back and tried to play Final Fantasy VII again. 
And yeah, I don't know if my patience as a gamer has just changed, but that that stuff just really, I felt bogged it down, and I I couldn't play it for more than like three hours, which I guess is a long time to play. <laughs> yeah. But I, I pretty much gave up after two attempts to play it. I was like, ooh, no, I just, I can't get used to this style again. So that, that makes me excited to hear that they kind of moved past that stuff in the new version. That's, that's good to hear. And I knew that the newer games hadn't been doing that either, so I was I was expecting it. Yeah, no, it's kind of a combination of, I guess, what uh, Final Fantasy XV was doing. Again, they they adopt, adapted it to, you know, I guess, fit Final Fantasy VII, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely am enjoying it. I what are, Where was I at last night? Uh, I was at, I think, Chapter 4, was it? So I literally just finished beating a bunch of ghosts, which I thought was a dream, but it's not. It actually was a thing where these, like dementor-like beings show up i'm like huh thought this was a dream never mind okay still waiting for it to like wake up but i guess not hmm. yeah how are how are the visuals are they are they pretty great do they feel uh up to level with some of the other games around because i've not tuned into final fantasy games in many many years so i don't know if they're like tech demo games or i think i uh, i wouldn't say they're tech demo personally but i think for, remember, this came out in the PS4 originally, and I guess Xbox as well, but then it was upgraded to like the Scarlet and the 5. And I think the graphics definitely did improve there, but you, I think, if I recall, you can choose your options of like you can do the ray tracing, you can do performance, or you can do 4K. Mm. Um, or I think also 60 FPS or something like that. Now, I haven't tried ray tracing, but I am going for that 60. I think it is 60 FPS. I don't remember now. I gotta check. Sorry, I didn't check the options there but like you know i i didn't i didn't enjoy like i think the graphics are really good uh and i really do enjoy the art style and like the character animations that they're going with um where they do look a little more realistic uh sorry grounded yeah. pardon me let's let's be real here grounded plausible and how is how is the gameplay again really fun like I feel like I haven't achieved everything yet. Like, I'm only on chapter four, and I'm like, oh, I... So, so I only figured out that Cloud, the protagonist, that you, you're you pretty much stuck with the whole game. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way, but, like, you know, the one that you're with the entire time. He's got... He actually... I didn't realize this. He has two modes that he, like, can have. So, I'm like... Like I said, there's this action button that lets you do something. And in Cloud's case, you can switch between Operator Mode and Punisher Mode. Operator Mode is where you can, you know, switch between enemies. You can roll and whatnot. You can attack at your heart's content. You can uh, manually block if you want to. You, know, you can do that stuff. Punisher Mode is where you're, you're automatically blocked. You're in a block stance. And then when you, you can hit the parry button... Right as, you know, when, you know, somebody comes in to swing or do a physical attack and you just, like, you know, counterattack with all your might. It was so great yesterday. I was fighting this boss named Roach. I think it was, or, yeah, Roach. And, oh, like, I, I just was in that Punisher mode and I, like, I got hit several times. Trust me, I'm not gonna, like, I, I did genuinely, like, every, every time I got hit in the game, it was my fault. It was not the game's fault. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. You know what? That was me. I didn't realize how the enemy behaves. Um, I I realized that there's a lot of... I haven't died yet, but I do realize that there's a lot of times where I could have blocked and parried. That's on me. 
But every time I blocked and parried, oh, it was so satisfying. It was, oh, it was so fun, man. I tell <laughs> you, I was I was enjoying myself. Oh, that's great. Um, it's 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 certainly not blocking and parrying and like Dark Souls or, or one day I'll f- figure out how to block and parry in Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. <laughs> one day. Oh, I keep meaning to play that. I've had it on my Xbox for forever. It, I got it as a free game at some point. It's getting a resurgence. Like people have treated that game like a fine wine, and it really is. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should pick it up i haven't played many video games lately i've just been playing my golf game over and over again no i noticed my <laughs> games down in your shelf uh yesterday yep and i i, I should re- just return them i'm i mean i'll continue with the spider-man ones but i think with the transformers i just i got stuck on a level and i couldn't get past it i was like ah which uh which level was it if i may ask um i can't remember what it was actually i'm stuck with spider-man too i'm stuck with this uh this one bit when I have to attack all these uh, these thugs, if you want to use that word. <laughs> I don't know what other word to use. Goons. These, these goons, there you go. <laughs> I'm supposed to, like, uh, I think it's, like, five in a row or something that i gotta got to hit. Oh, yeah, you gotta web, you got to web strike them all. Web strike, or not, yes. Not web strike, sorry, but you got to chain web strike, where you uh, web strike into one, then you web strike into the other. It's pretty fun, yeah. actually. You get into a rhythm after a while. Yeah, and I've been stuck on that every time I play, and I'm like, ah, I don't wanna, I don't feel like getting past this right now. I keep wishing that I could just skip, skip away from it. But, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's uh, besides the point. Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying that game. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to check it out eventually myself too. I've always wanted to get back into playing Final Fantasy. Seven uh, was really the only game that I played uh, most of, but I've, I've tried a few other random ones here or there over the years. Um, I think the last one I tried was like maybe back in like 2013 or something like that. I don't know which one that would have been, but but they seem like they're pretty cool games. 2013, I think, was either the second Lightning Returns or it was in one of the 13. I, I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I can't remember which one. I if I if I had the cover in front of me, I might be able to remember. But yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's that's fun. I'm glad you're getting back into the gaming. There you go. Yeah, I went back. <laughs> what can I say? I uh, yeah, returned to bad habits. Hey, no, it's fun. It's it's fun to uh, to explore a cool world like that. It really is. It's yeah, it's it's a freaking art form, man. It's like a different medium. It's it's awesome. Oh, but do you feel like you have much uh, much more for uh, for this this bonus episode here, or are you, are you wind, winding it down? So Caleb, ever since ever since we 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 did the co- or we did the not the commentary but we did the discussion, I've had so many thoughts about it. Also because I I enjoyed it, so especially when I saw it the second time. I want to talk, and this is maybe not just this, but like I want to talk about the way of water again. Hmm. What do you what do you got for this one? I okay okay. So I saw it a second time. In December, I believe, yeah, in IMAX, yeah, much prefer, much prefer, um, high high frame rate over IMAX. <laughs> I think the high frame rate worked out way better than IMAX. Personally, I was like, when the scenes came to when it was, you know, the action scenes that he chosen for like the high frame rate, I was like, mm-hmm. dude, this is missing something. <laughs> like, what's going on here? 
Oh, interesting. Weird. I didn't see an IMAX, but... That's fair. Yeah, I preferred it in the... Uh, was it IMAX 3D or just... Yes, it was IMAX 3D. Hmm. Yeah, my favorite screening is the uh, still that the non-3D, non-high frame rate. But mm-hmm. but clearly, we, yeah, we just have a difference of uh, a take with that. Of course. And I forgot to, to say, um, maybe I'll quickly go back and see if I can find it. But Eric did text me after he finally saw the... Uh, the high frame rate version. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you can you can keep going, and I'll I'll chime in when I find it. Okay. Okay. Well, first off, I'll I will say this. So Caleb, remember how in Aliens you had a problem? No, no. Okay, sorry, not a problem. But you you had a point where you're like, I don't know why, uh, Newt was talking about dreams with Ripley. Um. And you were like, I don't know if that, like, worked out uh, at all. Do you remember that? Uh, I think so. I don't remember what I said, but I, I know the scene you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, like, uh, what, what is it? Like, don't don't leave because I'm going to have bad dreams and whatnot. And across my home, I'm going to die. Like, this is when she was in the medical lab. And then I, I realized, I, it hit me, again, this always hits me when I'm at work and my brain's just not thinking about it. And then, like, it's subconsciously, like, working things out i'm like son of a gun i just got it so you remember in the beat no 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 i i got it wrong okay so caleb do you remember the beginning of aliens with the bad dream that yep. ripley has yep that's the point when when newt says she has like bad dreams and whatnot that's for ripley to come in and say like yeah, people have bad dreams or whatever it was. Because she had them in the beginning of the film. Yeah, yeah, I guess that uh I guess that's fair. Yeah, no, I just I figured out that was a setup and her talking with Newt about dreams is a payoff, especially at the end of the film, like you know, like, will we dream? And she's like, Yes. And I'm like, Dang it, I didn't even realize that until now. That's the whole purpose of behind that uh dream sequence in the beginning of Aliens. <laughs> Well, back to Avatar. Back to back to uh, Ab- Way of Water. Sorry, I just I, I needed to make that clear. I hope I hope that maybe clears things up for you. Probably not. Okay. Yeah, and I, I found what Eric said. By the what way. did Eric say, sir? Um, he said that for the most part he was he liked the the uh, the high frame rate, and he didn't find for the most part he didn't find it jarring. Although he said that he did notice every time it switched and every now and again when it would switch for just a few seconds, it seemed unnecessary. And he mentioned, in particular, during action sequences, when it would cut to, uh, it would be in high frame rate during the action, but then we would cut to a close-up for a character, and that would be in, uh, like, standard. He said that that stuff he found jarring. So, but but otherwise, he seemed to be pretty positive with it. Fair enough. Sounds like what you said. <laughs> Which is fair. Uh, it's probably what everybody has. Yeah. Except, uh, Except overall, I was negative. Where he overall, he's positive. <laughs> That's true. He's more closer to my side, but he is—he has your opinion, or he—he he gave your explanation. Sorry. Uh, okay. So first addendum. It's with Korich and the Sully kids. I had a problem, or I was thinking to myself, what is it about the fact that he's not? like really using them as hostages like why is he really not like at their throats like i know he is but as soon as sully starts getting closer especially after like 
the whale comes in and like you know interferes i'm like or even in the beginning when they have him near the old bunker i'm like how come he really didn't like have him around the throat of like come on jake surrender or i'm putting a bullet in them like why like i i was just confused as to like why he wasn't more in control and i'm like is that the point is that quaritch really isn't in control and jake is you know kind of more in control than he is does, does that make sense that was that was my like big problem i had i was like i feel like quaritch could really be using his kids more as bait uh, but he really wasn't, so I'm, I'm just—I was just a little weird on that. So there was one of my my problems. Any anything to add to that? Yeah, maybe I was thinking too much about just the mechanics of the script. But yeah, I just thought that was ways to extend action, and it just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, sir. Maybe there was a, more of a character purpose, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one's funny. Um. So, what's what's his name? Um. Giovanni Rubisi, uh, his character Parker. Wouldn't it have been fun? Uh, didn't I say I said that um, Paul Paul Rise would be like a perfect fit for that character if he had done it? Um, so that would have been like a not awkward. That would have been an interesting pairing. And then, like I said, also if Michael Bean was Quaritch, that would also have been interesting, eh? Yeah, I think I think I would have preferred that over uh, yeah who we got. I guess I didn't. I didn't say to you that. It, yeah, imagine Paul Reese and Giovanni Rubisi's excuse me, uh, character as Parker. Or Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser. Apologies. I'm sorry. I forget. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was Rise Man or Rise or Rise. So I, I got it wrong. But whatever, that's fine. Um, uh, this was a quick one. Korich and the other recombinants are all a part of Project Phoenix. I see what you did there, Cameron. Or somebody on the production team. Uh, with the rising after their uh, their death. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, okay, I'm used to phoenixes, but I don't see that anymore. That's actually something I don't often see. You gotta, you gotta get Eric on that to see if, like, hey, did you not, did you mention, or did you see what, um, what their project name was? <laughs> maybe I'll tell him. Maybe I'll tell him that later. Um, but yeah, I just, that was just a little funny thing. I was like, I noticed when I watched the film a second time, I was like, ah, I see what you did there. And then I also forgot to mention, uh, will the tracker that was in Spider's Helmet, is that going to play a part in anything? Um, or in the, in the next film, potentially. Because I, we set that up and knowing Cameron, he never, he never, he always tries to remember his, his setups. So I assume that's a longer payoff. Oh, I thought maybe one of the ones he grabbed in the end maybe didn't have a tracker in it. But I thought it was the same one, but maybe you're right. Um, and then I was thinking, like, okay, so um, the captain of the uh, of the of the hover boat or whatever it was, uh, you know, the the whaler and whatnot, who gets his arm ripped off at the end. I was yeah. like, I was I was interested to see like, I was I was wondering like, mm, what if what if the captain let Spider go? He goes to Jake, and then he just, like, plants a bomb in there, and then just blows Jake up and Spider with him. I'm like, I wonder if they could have done that. Um, but I guess not. And then I'm just like, wait a second. Who's to say that's not what's gonna happen in the next film, but it's the general instead of, uh, the captain? I'm like, hmm. Maybe that'll come up somehow. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, this is kind of stupid, but I, I didn't realize this. So this, obviously his name's not 
fighter. His name's like Miles or something like that. But they call him Spider. And he's a teenager. Oh boy, come on. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I was like, oh, dang it, I didn't I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't an intentional uh, reference. But <laughs> hey, 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 you never know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, this this next one's pure projection. Um, this is my interpretation of something. Uh, but I was thinking about why Jake is kind of hard on his boys. You know, you know how kind of hard he is with his boys, and like you gotta, you gotta stand up straight, and you gotta act, you know, be respectful to the elders of the village and you know your neighbors and whatnot. Uh, especially to, um, I think it was Nitium to Loak. Uh, you know, you gotta like be a better older brother to him. I was wondering, I was thinking maybe potentially that his, the reason he's a little hard on his uh, firstborn is because. He's thinking about... I don't know if him or his brother came first, but like I wonder if he's thinking of his brother on Earth. Uh, or, mm. well, when he died. I was like, hmm, could this be the reason why he's so hard on his son? Because, you know, his brother's gone, so he's like, you know, actually care for your brother. Because, you know... We didn't... I didn't see what the relationship was. I know there's backstory to that and whatever the extended cut is. But, like... I was like, mm, maybe that's maybe that's one of the reasons why Jake is kind of hard on him. He's just like, come on, you gotta like really like not your brother dying. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's a little interesting. Yeah, I never really think about yeah since his brother was such a non-entity in that first one. Yes, it's easy to forget about him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, yeah, especially if you didn't see the extended version. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Um. My next one, of course, is uh, we're <laughs> so if we're we're, we're uh, you know the end of the film we're repeating Titanic, of course, right? Like it's, the hover ship is sinking, and we're seeing all the you know the crew members they're they're trying to evacuate off, except this time the narrative wants the audience to be in favor of the humans and the recombinants dying for whaling and kidnapping. And I guess just being on the planet itself. Woo, I'm so smart that I figured that out. <laughs> well, there we go. That's the that's the read there. That makes sense. Um, oh, hey, uh, Caleb. You, you, you know what rhymes with toque? Uh, what? Nuke? Newt. Well, I don't know. Uh, does it rhyme? Or does it I just mean, vaguely sound a little bit similar? I think it... You can, I, I'll, leave the, uh, I'll leave it up to the audience. I think it sounds similar. Listen... I'm the idiot that thinks porridge and orange sounds like are the closest thing to each other. All right. I mean, they're similar, but I'm not sure if they rhyme. I'm giving it a very like thin extension of like sure because there's nothing that rhymes with orange. Orange? Or was it porridge? Was it or was it orange or porridge? I don't, I'm not sure if anything rhymes with porridge. Orange. I would have to think about. Door hinge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that that rhymes closer Maybe. than that. Uh, and porridge, I think. But. I don't know. The point, obviously, being is that, like, that was just a joke because, you know, when Took gets sucked down into the ship, <laughs> I remember your joke that you said there. Um, I guess also, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but, like, is Took, and this is not on Kiri because she's her own character, but is Took a better written daughter 
than Diana. Diana. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Diana from True Lies. We're at the end. Oh, yes. We, okay, why is that? <laughs> um, because the other one felt just like a, a bland plot device. Okay. This one feels more like a setup character. Like, she isn't quite there yet, but she's just another part of the family. It's not, uh, yeah, just something that exists just for one scene. She, she's, she has a couple moments in the movie. Yeah. It's just because her siblings get more screen time and she's in the background, does that make her a fully-fledged character? I mean, like... No, not, not quite. Not quite, but... She's somewhere in the middle, right? Because, like, yeah. hopefully we'll see more of her and she'll get more of, like, stuff to do in the next few films. Uh, I do like the character a lot, but I'm just saying, like, I was thinking about Diana and, you know, the minus the controversy of what happened behind the scenes aside, like like we said, the character didn't really do much in the um, in True Lies, at least the script that we got, or the version we got, excuse me, where, you know, she's... She's there, she has, like, teenage problems, and then all of a sudden she's kidnapped, and, you know, the damsel in distress for Arnold to save. That's the same thing here with Took, but like you said, she's a little bit more either developed or at least not developed yet, but she's not a plot point. Yeah, and a completely unnecessary one. I mean, that that daughter, she had, like, no purpose until the okay. end. And even then, there was no real character. It was just, yeah, complete plot, plot device. <laughs> We're... Whereas Tuke's like, I'm the cute one. Yeah, and I, I remember her having some fun moments, but, yeah. Well, except for when she, like, calls herself out and, you know, re reads the script. Oh, I don't remember. That movie, honestly, is already leaving my brain a bit. That's totally fair. It's... I think you and Eric both liked it considerably more than I did. Oh, totally. Uh, it's, yeah. when, <laughs> it's when she gets kidnapped a second time and she says, I can't believe I got kidnapped again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see a lot of people rolling their eyes for that, but, uh, you know, that's just, yeah, okay, that's just good to know. And I just wanted to make that comparison between both, like, you know, daughter, I guess all three daughter characters, where, like, Newt has kind of the most character out of these, like, young daughters. Deanna has, like, the least, I guess, and Tuke, well, she could be Newt and more, but, like, we need more films. Yeah, yeah, we'll see is basically the, the answer yeah. for her. Yeah, even though, but like, I guess yeah. To keep it in your, in in your words, to like, treating this as like its own film. Yeah, she kind of doesn't get a lot to do. No, but but we're 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 all well aware that so much more is coming. This feels more like a, in a series of installments. It's, it's hard to judge one for the other. That's fair. In that way, same like Lord of the Rings is a similar way. Yeah, like again, that's what camera's trying to do. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so yes. enough of that. Thank you for. <laughs> indulging me with that um the last one is uh about kiri and spider's relationship from Nitiri's perspective so i was i was thinking of this i'm like hmm hmm because again this is me projecting here and i'm like just trying to think about it like hmm what is Nitiri thinking here especially with like you know the ending Is she seeing the the two's relationship, this potential romantic attraction, like her falling in love with Jake from the previous film, but it's not with the Avatar? So she's actually seeing, like, what she would have been like had she, you know, had a relationship with Jake the human? 
Okay, not that, not that Jake the Human, the Jake Sully from Avatar. Uh, yeah, my time's uh, pretty much up. So if you, if you want to wrap it up, I gotta. All right. I really gotta go. All right. Well, I'm just I'm pointing out like you know, is there prejudice much on her part? Yeah, like worried about the interspecies sex being the results of. Oh my goodness. A mixed species afterwards, the by- the byproduct, and eventually the loss of the Navi as a species and culture. Yeah, no comment. No comment. No comment, but other than, like, hey, that's what I thought about Avatar The Way of Water over the, our break. Yeah, and I didn't think about it whatsoever. I, I've been, yeah, that movie's already leaving my brain. Um, yeah. I was a much bigger fan of Babylon, another three hour long movie that was playing in the theater around the same time. Definitely recommend that movie. Yeah, you know, I, I figured that you'd probably say that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was okay. I, I liked it. I think it was better than the first one. But, yeah, that's... Maybe that kind of movie isn't necessarily my, my thing. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not lambasting you for that. That's I'm just like... I, I, I figured somebody... Because that movie got lambasted. So I was just like waiting for somebody to come and tell me, like, Hey, it's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured it would be. <laughs> Oh no, I've seen I've seen plenty of people coming out uh, talking about how much they love it. There you go. Then there's the random haters who just hate all things Avatar. But <laughs> Oh no 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 no, I was talking about No, I was talking about uh Babylon. Oh, Babylon. Yeah, no, Babylon really really liked that. I'll, we'll talk about that maybe another time, but Yeah, yeah, not right now. I'm just like I'm I'm glad that you were the person that liked it cuz all I saw was just hate across the board for it. And I'm like, huh, no wonder it's winning Oscars. <laughs> It's going to win the Oscars. Yeah, me and Brianna both really liked it. Yeah, they're both pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm.